Like you just held the one, uh, like, uh, can up to your ear from <laughs> the headphones? Have. No, I was a little nervous, though, and I felt I was a little stiff and loosened up and then sent it to him. And I was like, hey, I feel like I didn't do great at first. And he said, yeah, you were a little stiff. And he said, why don't you redo the first, they call them all these radio lingos, like ins and outs and, you know, raps and things like that. Because you got to sure. talk about the last song and then the next song. And so he let me redo the first kind of set of those. Oh, and, wow. And hopefully I'm a little more loose. It's always better the second take. It is. Willie Nelson's in there. I got some good stuff. That's really cool, man. Congratulations, Chuck. I feel like you finally made it. You're a member of the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll talk all about that. That's a whole different <laughs> deal. So um, we are talking Grand Ole Opry, uh, and now I'm nervous about it because the station manager is going to be listening. And they're what was promoting this too, by the way, this episode. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, Joseph Tinnell. Joseph, prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> He's a nice um, guy. No, I'm sure he'll be it, kind sure in his is. criticisms. <laughs> He's a stuff-you-should-know listener and yeah. a movie crusher, too. Of course, he's a nice guy. He gets it. So we're talking Grand Ole Opry today, uh, and you said something that I find just fascinating, that it is, I don't know if you said in the world, but it is the oldest, longest-running live radio broadcast program in the entire world. It's been broadcasting the Grand Ole Opry, which is a radio show. A lot of people think it's it's a music venue, and it is, but really the music venue kind of grew mm-hmm. out of the radio show. It, all, it began as a radio show um, all the way back in 1925. So it's coming pretty close to its 100th anniversary, and in all that time, it's only missed one Saturday night broadcast, one live Saturday yeah. night broadcast. Every other Saturday night, all the way back to 1925, you could tune in to WSM Nashville, AM 650, and hear the Grand Ole Opry radio program, which is, uh, I mean, hats off to that. I don't care if you think country western music is as bad as experimental smooth jazz. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you still have to tip your hat to that. Yeah, tip that Stetson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should tell them why that they missed that one broadcast. It was uh, after the assassination of Martin Luther King, the city of Nashville. And I think most of Tennessee probably was under curfew. So they had to rerun a program. And I think they did a live show the next day or later or something during the day. Or earlier that day before right. curfew, I believe they That's did right. a show. So they still did a show that day. They, they just missed the live broadcast that night. But all the other ones dating back to 1925, they made pretty neat. Yeah, I actually went, um, when I was a kid, we went to, it was an amusement park called Opryland USA, which is now, I think, sort of a shopping center mall kind of thing. Uh, But back then, it was an amusement park, like a country, it was pre-Dollywood. Oh, you went to the Opryland USA? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so, we also went to the Grand Ole Opry House, and I don't know if it was a 